Hello everyone and welcome in to our first episode of Ace History with Jason. This is a student-led lecture, more of like a support towards your um, Cambridge International AS International Option History class. This will follow the textbooks outlined under the podcast, both the core textbooks for the Cambridge International AS level international history course. But without further ado, let's get into today's topic of the successes and failures while improving international relations from 1924 to 1929. So it's really important to start off in sequence of order because really they follow into each other, really. So when you talk about the conferences, the plans, the treaties, you have to really understand the purposes for why were they even created. And it's also important to take note of when they were created. So when you also think about it, you want to think of were, were they successful? Were they failures? Were they both? And why? Why being able to elaborate on that is going to be your key success during both paper one and paper two exams of the AS level um, international history. But to begin, let's start with the Washington Naval Conference. The Washington Naval Conference was from 1921 to 1922. And you're probably asking, why do I care? And the biggest idea is that they will, at this conference, they address all of the naval buildup in the Far East, mostly Far East Asia. Now, why this is so important because there are three treaties that were successful outcomes of this. They were the Five Power Treaty, the Four Power Treaty, and the Nine Power Treaty. And it's also important to recognize that this Washington Naval Conference happened in the United States, who was already becoming a world power at the time. They were. So they probably knew what they were talking about. But at the same time, it's important to note that there were failures. So, the biggest failure was that this treaty lacked all means of an enforcement. There was no specific actions that would be taken if a country violated their agreements. It was way, way too big. That's why it was really unsuccessful in, in a way. But to go more into the Washington Naval Conferences, the successes, let's talk about the power treaties. So, to begin, the five power treaty... It basically said that Japan had to lower their, their uh, navy by three-fifths of the size of Britain and the U.S. navies. As well, they would have to withdraw all their troops from China. And this is important to take note here. The U.S., Britain, France, Italy agree not to build naval bases near Japan. So it's basically like they're splitting off. They're both going to release tensions in that matter to attempt to improve the international relations. They're going to try to improve their relationships by keeping their militaries less 
quote unquote threatful to each of the each other's nations. However, there were some failures of that. Let's start off with the fact that there was loopholes when it came to limaging on tonnage, which only applied to warship, which created a race to build cruiser ships, which were more modern and technical technological advances with militia and weapons and that such. But yeah. Oh, um, by the way, these are all chapter 2.2 when it comes to both the textbooks, the Access to History, and the Cambridge International Teal book. Just so you know. Now let's talk about the Four Power Treaty. This is important to note as well, that there were only successes. So the, the Four Power Treaty basically said that the U.S., Britain, France, and Japan agreed to respect each other's rights in the Pacific and the Far East. This formally ended the 1902 Anglo-Japanese alliance. Now, that's important to note because the Anglo, meaning Britain, Japanese, Japan, that ended it in a way that showed that they're... In a way that showed... Sorry, so let's talk about this more. So let's move into the Nine Power Treaty. So this was still part of the Washington Naval Conference, but it guaranteed the protection for China against invasion. So it's basically saying, okay, we're going to help China in a way because we already said that they have to remove their military and lessen it. So we just, we're still going to protect them. And it agreed to uphold the open door policy. Please make note. This is an A style question. More of a comprehension question. One second. But answer this. What even is the open door policy? I'm going to give you a second to answer that. So the open door policy was a, a policy that called for protection of equal privileges for all countries trading with China and all for the support of Chinese territorial administration, administrative tech integrity. So taking that into account, they're still going to uphold that. So the nine, nine power treaty was very successful and important to recognize. Next, let's talk about the Genoa Conference. So this is really where David Lloyd George um, suggested that suggested a meeting to discuss ways to improve relationships between France and Germany. It was held in Genoa, Italy. Important to take note. And thirty conferences came. Okay. However, there were no successes. It was. Pretty much, it was a failure. It was very unsuccessful. France refused to discuss, like, amount of reparations to change. The U.S. declined invitation because the people were isolationists and didn't want to get involved. It, it was just so unsuccessful. Like, so many countries did not choose to attend or withdrew. And, and for that matter, even though 30 countries joined, the lack of attendance between the main countries that were literally supposed to be there to 
discuss things like the U.S., Germany, and Russia. Like, they didn't even come, so there was no point. Yeah, so that one's not as important. And that was of 1922. Next is the Rapallo Pact. And this came directly after the Genoa Conference. So um, the Rapallo Pact of 1922... um, This is when, after the failure of the Genoa Conference, Germany and Russia continued their discussions Um, successfully. Under these terms, Russia and Germany agreed to renounce all territorial claims against each other, which is good because it released tension. Um, But a failure was that it caused great concern in Europe, particularly France and Poland, because without those ties, there was just... Um, so much uncertainty for that matter and yeah so next let's talk about the treaty of lausanne 1923 turkish leader mustafa kemal rejected the treaty of Sevres. in this the representative met in switzerland to, to create new treaty to create a new treaty on july 24th 1923 now what was so successful about this it settled the borders of Turkey, Greece, and Bulgaria. It recognized the independence of the Republic of Turkey, and it ended the Turkey Turkey's reparations requirements, which was very big for Turkey. Now, the, the failures showed that Turkey became the first country to successfully challenge the Paris Peace Conference. So when Turkey finally like had their reparations ended they thought all right well let's get into it let's let's start being menaces and so that's basically how they um, challenged the Paris Peace Conference so it's like their successful successes and their failures and they both weigh in together next let's talk about now we're moving into chapter 2.3 and the first part we're talking about is the Dawes plan of 1924. This is where France and Belgium, um, French and Bel, whatever Belgian people are, their troops occupied the Ruhr to demand Germany to pay reparations. This led um, a need to discuss how to get Germany to pay. So we're still talking about the German reparations. So in this, Actually, this was only was successful. The USA would loan their money to Germany. Germany could begin to pay the European allies, and the allies could pay the U.S. Germany would make annual payments towards the reparation debt. Um, um, France troops left the Ruhr, which is very important to note, and it eased tension. So Germany could reasonably limit, uh, reasonably afford, limit who the limit what German Germany could reasonably afford. Take note of that. Next, let's talk about the Locarno Treaties of 1925. So in this, the series of agreements designed to create an increased stability and security in Europe. There was new leadership. Let's take note that Georges Clemenceau had died. Okay. Um, so in France, France, he was replaced by Aristide Briand, and in Germany, Gustav Strassmann uh, took over. So there were successes and failures. Let's start with the successes. It was a major turning point in relations between France and Germany, 
and surprisingly, they actually work together. Um, Belgium, France, and Germany agreed to respect their shared borders. However, the failures, there was no guarantee about Germany's eastern borders with Poland and Czechoslovakia. Now, a part of the um, Locarno conferences, um, there was the Treaty of Mutual Guarantee, and this stated for the successes that Germany, I'm sorry, Britain and Italy would aid anyone who fell victim to a violation of the Carnot Treaty, so it was pretty strict. However, Britain was not fully committed to defend. Italy was, but not Britain. Next, the Kellogg-Briand Pact of 1928. Um, it was originally between the U.S. and France, but 60 other nations also signed. 60 other countries. And that's a lot. There were successes and failures. It renounced war as a mean to solve problems, and it attempted to outlaw war. So, yeah. Um... The, uh, the outcomes that were failures, there was no way to enforce it, terms were not clear, and it made pact worthless. So, it didn't really do much. So, the 65 nations joined, and it was like, what? <laughs> so, the last one we'll be talking about today is the Young Plan of 1929. It addressed issues for German reparations, and it's called the Young Plan because it was proposed by a U.S. banker named Owen Young. Now, this was only successful, which is great. France finally admitted that uh, the Treaty of Versailles was too harsh, um, and this formerly lowered reparations amount amount from 6.6 billion pounds to 2 billion pounds for Germany to pay. And this is the best example of France willing to compromise with Germany. This is very important to note. And yeah, that sums up how the attempts to improve international relations. Thank you for joining us, and be the face of ACE.